So no, the universe is not going to give you everything you want because many times you need to learn first. Mm. And many times it might not be aligned with your soul. It might be aligned with your ego. So not always the universe is going to give you what you ask for. So what these guys are sharing, oh, practice this and you're going to get whatever you want. That is feeding the ego because maybe you're not meant to get that. And it's okay if you don't get it. So what is the meaning of being successful for you? Just to be clear. What, what do you there define you go. by being for successful? For me, is being you. Finding your purpose and being you. So welcome to Better Yourself Podcast. This is Fun Christ again. So I have a new guest for today. His name is Tommy Walker. Today, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. Tommy Walker is he a, a man and business coach as well so he's you he know a lot of, about this thing he's been doing like you know uh interview podcast you know he's on show as well for quite a long time as well he's very used to this kind of platform but the topic today we're going to talk about guru as you know this is like a new trend you see them everywhere online you know on facebook everybody listen to them when it comes to like personal advice but what we believe is the way they're actually teaching like you know uh personal development you know like self-love is very toxic because it doesn't include any spiritual spiritually growth as well so because we believe if you want to become a great person you have to you know you have to look after your spiritual side as well so yeah this is the topic for today so before we start as i always say to all my guests just introduce yourself so people are gonna know who you are thank you very much so my name is Tony walker the mind engineer i call myself like that because i help people identify their behaviors their and understand why is it that they're doing the things they're doing. So we go back into their belief system and start working on that. I've been studying the mind and working with thousands of people around the world for now 13 years. So I've uh, studied a lot personal development for many years now, and I tried many things. I'm pretty sure that for you it happened the same for the listeners and for you, from, from Christ, is that you try things and they don't work. Yeah. And I've been studying, I love understanding is why is it that it's not working? So one of the things that you invited me over to talk about, and it's a very controversial, you know, talk is that a lot of what's going out there is feeding the ego more than feeding the soul. Great. I think that's the key is whatever they do is they feed the ego is not the soul. That's the reason why people at the end, they always feel bad. So before we start, um, what do you think about society today? So because I know we talk about mental health a lot. Yes, exactly. So I believe that we are in an awakening stage where more and more people are being awakened. I I had kind of an awakening a little bit. And when I was like 16 years old, that was back in 1994. Mm. And I, around the area and the people I talked to everything, like most people around me were really against what I was talking about, right? The higher self or higher power universe, things like that. At least the people that I used to be around. And mm-hmm. right now it's like, thanks God to social media and everything is you see more and more people that are seeking for something more, right? So it's a, we're not so much alone. So what I'm seeing is that there's a big awakening in society, but not the awakened because that again, I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I'm awakened. That comes mm-hmm. from the ego because you're actually yeah. awakened. You're not going to tell everybody that you're awakened. And I tell people that I'm in an awakening journey. Okay, and that's kind of what I feel. So I feel that we're in an awakening journey in society. And of course, that for the light to come out, we first need to get rid of the darkness. So also we're seeing negative things around the world happening because it's that negative that, that is being that is happening, right? And we need to keep shining a light 
to be able to evolve to where we're meant to be. That's what I believe in. I think it's uh, interesting because I was talking to one of my friends today, like uh, just like an hour ago on the phone, because I'm into fitness and then she's into fitness as well. And she was telling me one thing. She was saying to me, like, you know what? The, fit the fitness industry are very have changed a lot because before it used to be more, because now people go to the gym just because they want to look good. You know, they just want to, it's more personal because before fitness was all about feeling good the body when you look good it's just natural because of course you work out every day you have to look fit anyway so it wasn't like the most support but now we feel like people are more focused on just like to look good and they take all those drugs and everything to destroy the body and at the end they're still feeling bad actually so i think this is actually where the, the conversation is going i think when you talk about guru as well you have a lot of guru in like in the fitness industry as well you have a lot of guru like when it comes to nutrition they're going to talk about food they're going to talk about how to look good and i talk about a lot of things you know like relationship all those things but they don't really touch about spirit spiritually so when you talk about spiritually like what do you define by that do you have to be religious to <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah because People, that's when people actually get it twisted. Maybe people always, you know, when it comes to religion, people really avoid to talk about it because they don't want to hurt people. So, exactly. yeah. What do you define so, by that? I love for this, what you just said. So this is one of the first things that I also mentioned. I always mention religious, you know, sports and things that are money and things that people kind of feel that they cannot talk about. Why? Mm. Because if you look at this, is that if we talk about religion, you believe one thing and I believe another thing. What That's happens right. is I feel challenged by you. Not even if you do it or not. I, yeah. in my mind, if I believe in Christ and you don't believe in Christ, or I believe in Hinduism and you believe in, Ju in Judaism and Buddhism or whatever, I feel threatened because I think like, oh, he doesn't believe like me. So I might mm. be the weirdo. And yeah. all these things happen in the back of the mind. Most people are not aware. So they get into fights. So the truth is, what I believe is what I believe. And if you want to believe something else, I'm okay with it. And this yeah. is what we need to learn, that we can talk about any religion, any spirituality, whatever. And we should be okay debating and finding a higher answer, a higher truth or whatever, instead of not being able to talk about it or fighting about it. But the fighting is the insecurity that people have in the back of their head about themselves, about what they believe. So what I believe and what you just said is, I believe in most quote-unquote religion as you know i believe in christianism but the the, the jesus story yeah. not what the institution has created behind jesus yeah because i believe yeah. in buddha and not not everything in buddhism i believe in i believe in hinduism yeah. i believe in krishna and ram and jesus and in, in buddha i believe in um and many others i can name many more um i don't know i'm looking for el moria Krishna, um, I already, um, um, uh, Mother Mary, uh, Saint Germain. I believe in many avatars that came to earth and showed us the path. And today I was talking to somebody mm. that the case of Jesus, I was very religious many years ago, quote yeah. unquote, because I was taught I had to follow religion. And I was very Christian. Not once, not once in my entire Christian career, quote unquote, I heard this passage from the Bible that I've learned some years ago. John 14, 12 says that, I don't remember more words, that's words, I don't remember exactly, I'm going to paraphrase, okay? But it says that we can do as Jesus did and much more. Yeah. How come along my entire 
study of Christianism, Jesus and all of that, nobody told me that I could be like Jesus. Nobody. That is crazy. It's in people, the Bible. Pe people say things more like, oh, you know what? I'm not Jesus. I can't be Jesus. Or um, Exactly. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Look it up right now, guys, if you're listening. John 14, 12, you're going to get the exact passage where it says that we can be like Jesus and more. How yeah. come nobody talks about that? Because there's an institution behind it that doesn't want you to become the next Jesus because you don't need them. There's control. Yeah. So we need to understand. So I believe in the teachings of Jesus, but I don't believe in the institution that was created after Jesus. Yeah, I think even now Christianity is going to another level now. We're talking about like new age Christianity as well. I, think, I don't know if you heard about it. I had somebody yesterday on my podcast. It was very good. I mean, we, I mean the guest that I have yesterday... She introduced herself and then she told me she was, um, she wasn't, I mean, she's a woman, but she identified herself as something else, not girl, and it was just like something I never heard before. And I was quite shocked and I was curious to talk about it. And I started talking about it with her. And then she told me like, look, uh, the problem we have today is because people don't want to accept us for who we are. People just don't want our society have to, you know, let us be ourselves. And I said to her, look, I agree with you. Like, for me, the goal is to have a conversation with people like yourself. I don't yes. agree with your life, with whatever you do, but I respect whatever way you choose to live your life. Exactly. Because I, I believe as a person, I stand for what I believe, and I respect everybody that stands for what they believe as well. So if you understand that process, you're not going to be mad at somebody who doesn't agree with you. The problem we have exactly. today society, they want everybody to fit in the same box, everybody to just think like, we are different, we, it, it cannot work. But it was very, very interesting, you know, to have that kind of conversation. Like I said to her, like the reason why society is crazy today is because we cannot have those healthy conversations because you're already mad at me, I'm mad at you, and we just go crazy. So coming back to that conversation again. So today we, you are talking about like gurus. So do you think like, because now I know like a lot of kids today, they listen to those people, right? Do you think like is yeah, it going to give too, like everybody yeah, gro yeah grown up too as well? Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so do you think I feel like what we they're trying to do, they're trying to make people feel like you can't control your, of course you can't control your life, but they're trying to give people the power of you feeling like you are a god. Like yeah. you you feel like you're a god, but in you in your I mean you you feel like everything that you do you're gonna achieve in life is just about your mindset because exactly. they talk a lot about mindset. And it's trying to exactly. pull like religious, everything spiritually aside. Do you think is it because like co commercial reason or what do you think? What do you think they do that for? So what I believe is a mixture. They understand the same thing that I understand. Look, again, we are meant to be Jesus. We're meant to be the next Christ. Jesus yeah. Christ, the next Christ, the anointed mm -hmm. one or Buddha or Krishna, or whoever you want to look at. We're meant to become greater version of ourselves. So that yeah. when you speak that language, people resonate with that. But the problem, as you were saying, is feeling that I can be a God yeah. in the way that you said it is inflating the ego. It's not yeah. really nurturing the soul so that we can really become the next Jesus, the next Christ, the next whatever you want to call it, the next avatar on earth. So the problem is, and you said it, fitness. If I want to feel good, it's one thing. Great. Right. But two things that you understand. First, do you want to feel great because you don't feel great? That's, then you got to understand why you don't feel great. This is one of the things that all this new age or all these coaches, you know, um, 
ego-driven, you know, personal development goes to. Instead mm -hmm. of trying to understand why you feel like crap and coming yeah. from that, you know, negative emotion, they tell you that you got to throw it away. You got to get rid of that crap and feel good. And imagine yourself, visualize yourself with a great body or create the great body. But the problem is we never deal with the negative inside of us. Nobody's yeah. teaching how to deal with the negative. They're telling you to kick it away, to ignore it, to destroy it, to don't listen to it, be grateful, be gratitude, whatever. It's like, wait, we all have unresolved issues from our past, things that happen that are still running in the back of our head as memories that are still replaying. So if we don't deal with the negatives, we're not dealing it. We're still holding ourselves. So with this whole new age that we're living in this era with Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, they've been around for 60 years or more. Mm. So out of those 60 years, 30 years, Tony Robbins has been teaching stuff and people are still stuck. And I don't see him enlightened and the next yeah. Jesus on earth. So why is it that that's not happening? Because I believe, and I, sorry, I might be wrong, but what I believe is that a lot of what he teaches, unfortunately, it inflates the ego instead of really nurturing yeah. the soul. So if you want to visualize what you want to obtain in your life, because you're not okay where you are, yeah. you are already judging yourself and criticizing and coming from a place of scarcity. Or Buck Proctor, when he talks about you can manifest whatever you want. That's bullshit. That's the ego. You cannot mm. manifest whatever you want. I'm going to explain to you why, because it sounds like I'm against Bob Proctor. No, yeah, people are gonna be like, oh, but I'm against crazy. what he's saying. When he says that you're going to manifest whatever you want, that's bullshit. Why? Mm. Because if it's not in my best interest in my evolution path, why would I manifest something that's going to deviate me? My, I'm a loving dad. If my kids come mm. to me and say, dad, I want blah, whatever. And I know it's not best for them. I'm not going to give it to them. So mm. how do you know that what I'm asking for to the universe is in my best interest? So my spiritual teacher told me that we need to ask for the universe. Hey, I want blah, whatever, if it's in my best interest. Because when so people I say that, from the result. Yeah, sorry to break you because I know when people are going to listen to that part, they're going to ask, they're going to wish they could ask you this question. I think people are going to say like, when you say uh, you can actually achieve whatever you want to achieve, they are thinking about your mindset and the work that you put is like when you when you say I want to be successful, I want to be successful, whatever my business or whatever I want to be. You just put your mind, focus, work hard, and you're gonna be become the person that you want to be. So is it in that sense that you're saying like it doesn't work that way? That's what you're trying to say. So look, that's what we gotta for each person is unique. I love what you brought up. So for each person is unique, but this is, look, yeah. I want a million dollars. Let's put an example. So make it real. I want to make with my okay. business a million dollars. Why do you want to make a million dollars? How would you feel if you don't make a million dollars? So you got to explore on that because if I feel like crap and I want a million dollars to solve all my problems, I guarantee guys that I have worked with people that have made 3 million or more money in their life and they're not happy. They're not yeah. fulfilled. They don't feel free. They don't, they're not happy. So it's not true. So a lot of people think that they can set these goals. I want to make a million dollars. I want to have this car. I want to have this family. I want to have this place where I live. I want this house. And they're doing it from a place of pain. I don't feel good about myself. I feel a failure. And I need these things to feel good about myself. You see the mm. difference? Yeah. Different it is that if I put the work in and I try to see if I can become my true self, not become someone else. The gurus out there are talking about who do you want to become? Yeah. That is dissociation from who you really are. We are all godlike particles, godlike energy, whatever. Each one of us brings God gifts to earth. So yes. we're meant to discover who we really are, not to become someone else.
Yeah, I, I always say to my friend, one of my friends always like get mad when I say that to her. I always say like, you know what? The greatest thing in life for me is to actually find my purpose. When I find my purpose, the reason why I'm here, and this is what my life gonna be about. That's why you're gonna find your happiness because your true happiness is when you live for your purpose. Your purpose is the reason why God actually sent us here. No matter who you are, we all have a purpose. Exactly. I don't know if I agree with exactly. that. I love it. I love what you just said. Do you find that as I'm talking, am I passionate about what I'm talking? Yeah, you are. Because I have found my, I have found my passion. I love what I do and I love sharing this. And yeah, a lot of people might not resonate with this and I don't care. But the truth is, I see more and more people wanting to obtain things on the outside to filling gaps on the inside. That's where we go back to feeding the ego, not nurturing the soul. So discover who you really are, discover your talents, your gifts, and then share them to the world. Maybe turn it into a business if you can, and you're gonna be millionaire inside of you and the money that you need is gonna flow your way. I think people, you see because the difference? People, yeah, because people are watching other people's life because with social media, things are getting worse. People are watching other people's life and during the process, they are trying to become, if you see somebody successful or w w running a business or whatever they're doing, people are getting inspired not to just become successful, but like to become like them because that's the goal. That's the dream. It doesn't mean like it's your dream. And when people go and see those coach, the coach going to tell them, look, have you seen that person? He's successful is this. If you believe in yourself, you work hard, you're going to be just exactly like him. But the thing is, at the end, sometimes you, you may be going to end up like that, but the fact is not... What you're here for, you're always going to feel empty inside and then never yeah. going to be happy in that sense. I don't want to be like nobody else. I want to be my true self. That's the truth. That's what we, that's nurturing the soul. I don't want to be like this coach successful and blah, blah, like that other coach. No, I want to be me and let life, universe, God guide me where I need to go. But that's where we let go the results. Oh, I need this. I want this. I want to visualize this, whatever, you know, and people, again, mm -hmm. come from a place of scarcity. So they practice these, you know, attractive methods, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, whatever. And they don't understand that so many times they come from a place of pain that yeah. they want to cover that pain with a result, with money, with car, with a woman, with a man or whatever. So no, the universe is not going to give you everything you want because many times you need to learn first mm. and many times it might not be aligned with your soul it might be aligned with your ego so not always the universe is going to give you what you ask for so what these guys are sharing oh practice this and you're going to get whatever you want that is feeding the ego because maybe you're not meant to get that and it's okay if you don't get it from the soul place and it's not easy to recognize that to accept it but they're selling bullshit because why? If I tell you that you might not get whatever you want, you might not want to work with me. But if I tell you that work with me, you're going to get whatever you want. You're going to yeah. come running at me. Are you going to throw money at me? Yeah. But it's BS. You know how many people I know that have worked with Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, Dr. Dispenza for maybe 10 years, five years, and haven't seen changes. More and more people because they share, they sell this big dream. And not yeah. everybody is going to hit. Some people will, don't get me wrong. Some people have gotten healed by you know, practicing Dr. Dispenser's, you know, teaching things like that. But a lot of people are not. So if a lot of people are not, it's because they're selling something that is not true for everybody. I mean, for everybody. So, um, you know, during the process of learning with those coach, there's one area I want to touch where I don't know if I want to have your opinion. So what do you think about 
meditation because I know like it's so it's so cool to do meditation meditation now everybody talk about oh you know I have to meditate you have to sit down and relax sometimes I sit down people always say sometimes I sit down with my kids you know we have what one hour we just calm and it just relax so is it that like when you talk about spiritual side that you need to get involved as well to become a better person is it include that what what is your you know what is your thought about the I whole would yoga meditation yeah I would recommend I would okay. recommend that, yes, that we meditate, but not meditate because everybody's doing it, not meditate because it's cool, because if not, I'm doing it from the ego. You see again how it's a subtle movement there? Mm. I want to meditate because it's going to nurture my soul. It's going to nurture my inner connection and my connection to the higher self, not because all of the other people out there are saying it's cool or they're doing it and everybody's talking about this. Because if I go to meditate with that idea, I'm going to meditate there. And I don't know what I'm going to expect. Maybe, you know, a little voice in the back of my head saying like, oh, you got to play these numbers. Oh, you got to do this. Oh, you got to do that. No, at the beginning, the mind is not going to stop talking to you. So you're going to sit down, right? And you're going to, you know, think like, okay, what should I do? Okay, just relax here. Okay, relax. Oh, I mm. got to do the groceries. Oh, I got to pay the rent. <laughs> oh, I got to do. And the mind starts going everywhere. And that's normal. So I embrace yeah. those thoughts. Okay, okay, I'll pay later. I pay rent later. And you let it go. Another thought comes in. And then I let it go. And then another thought comes in and then I let it go. But it's learning how to let go. Is relaxing a little bit. I teach meditation is just relaxing and breathing. That's it. Now guided meditation, nothing complex or anything. Just regular breathing. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth and just relax for so, five seconds. But the thing seconds, is, that enough, is that enough for your... Because I know in your comment that when you write me, like you say something like the guru doesn't include the spiritually side the spiritual side sorry exactly so is it exactly. that is it is it the yoga is that practice is that enough for you whatever you do whether it is yoga or meditation to connect with yourself to connect with your emotions to see how you're feeling it is mm. enough if it's yeah. five minutes one minute ten minutes my record i spent four hours straight without moving like moving just maybe like this right but four hours straight meditating that was my record but people ask me okay but should i meditate two hours one hour no meditate five minutes when you're starting when you go run a race and you've never run before are you going to run five kilometers five miles ten whatever no you're going to start slowly you're going to train you got to train your mind so you got to slow down and meditate for five minutes that's it then maybe 10 in a week or two weeks after practicing. And then you got to start extending it. But the more you meditate, it's better because you're connecting with yourself and you're connecting with the universe, right? So yes, I recommend it, but it's different. The focus, it's not about an outcome. It's just connecting with yourself. That's it. That's the outcome we're looking for. Connecting with yourself. But do you think, but do you think that you can actually be that person? What about, I know like you talk, I believe you are a Christian as well. But do you think for Christian, do you think there is meditation for them? Does it have to include the connection with God as well? Or you just have to be just self? I think it would be great. I think it would be great for any person spiritually to or looking into spirituality to, yes, be, be aware that you're connecting with yourself and that you can also connect to the universe, God, Christ, Jesus, Buddha, whoever you want to look up to, you can connect with them. Yes, you can connect with them. They're waiting for that connection. But the yeah. thing is, you got to establish it. You got to take the first step. So if I understand that like, for you, like, happy, I mean, happiness and then success, it come more like if you connect yourself with yourself, you're trying to find yourself and then heal your spiritual side as well. 
Exactly. And if I believe that way... true happiness and abundance and everything comes from the inner connection, not from the outer connection, because you can get it from the outer looking outside, right? But it's never enough. I have worked with millionaires and they're not happy. Even with the millions of dollars they have, they are not happy with their life. So it has nothing to do with having. We have been programmed that we need to do stuff, to accomplish stuff and to have money and to have things. No, that is BS. We can have things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you got to live, you know, a poor life. No, you can have abundance. But again, getting that abundance as a result of your inner connection, not by forcing outer things because it's never going to be enough. You earn, I don't know, 10K today, you want to want 15 tomorrow. You earn 15, you're going to want 20, and then you're going to want 30, and then you're going to want 50, and then you want 100. And then, and that's how a lot of people are there are running after the carrot. They have a carrot hanging in here and they run after it, and it's never enough. Never enough. So, um, I mean, in that way, like if you want to be successful, whatever, it depends. If it's not for you, it's not meant for you, actually. So if you force yourself to become who you're not meant to be, that's when actually people are unhappy. Yeah. But success is just by being you. It's not not being successful. It's being you. That is I the think success. just because society changed the way of being successful, the meaning. So what is the meaning it's... of being successful for you? Just to be clear. What, what do you there define you by being for successful? For me, it's being you. Finding your purpose and being you. For me, that is success. No matter include, how much money I have. But... It doesn't include money. Money is the result of that, but okay. not money doesn't make me success. Look at this. Money doesn't make me success. I am success and I get money. You see the difference? It's very subtle. Mm. I am success, so money comes my way. Because you can actually generate the money because of who you are as a person, because you know how to make that money. Exactly. I think what we do exactly. today, we do the opposite. We chase the money and then after that, we expect the money to actually bring the happiness. It's all the way around. We we trying to we chase the happiness that gonna generate the money. But the thing is about the guru. I think it's because they wanna they wanna turn everything about themselves because they 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 have that ego themselves as well. That's the thing. Exactly. exactly. So even for them to keep the people, to keep the money, to keep the business, everything have to be around them. So if I if I teach you everything, that gonna be if I show you like the power is actually you, you're gonna run away from me because you're gonna say like, you know I don't need you. Exactly. That's the reason why you're always around the person, like you, I'll be able to do this for you. Exactly. You need them. It's a necessity. They create this neediness. That you run after them. One of the things that I changed many years ago, and I, you know, the empowering others, you know, uh, inspiring others, or things like that. That is the ego. And seriously, look at this. I cannot empower you. I can show you how to empower yourself, but I cannot empower you. That's the soul. That's mm. from true intention. If I think that I can empower you, that's the ego. I cannot empower you. If you don't decide to empower yourself, I can throw everything at you and you can stay where you are. So that means that I cannot inspire you. I cannot, you know, affect you. I cannot, nothing. You decide. At the end of the day, you got the power for everything. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, um, how to... What's the word they use? I don't remember now, but about run power. And there's another one that they influence. There we go, influence. You cannot influence anybody. You can influence yourself. Mm. I can show you something. I can bring information to try to help you change your mind, but you do that. 
So when people say like the books, uh, you, you can look big authors, big gurus are there talking about how how can you influence others? Bullshit. That is ego. Yeah. So so are you against like people that actually dis I mean define themselves as influencer? No, the people, just the idea. Just to be right. I don't like that. That is that comes from the ego. That doesn't come from the true self from their soul because the soul knows that you're not supposed to influence anybody. You can show them the way and they have to walk that way. They have to decide to make a change, not you. It's not up to you. But you can actually inspire them. Again, look, you cannot inspire them. They inspire themselves. I can give an inspirational talk and I can have, have 20, 30, 100 people in a room and maybe 50% get inspired. The other 50 do not. How come? I inspired 50 and I didn't inspire 50 because it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with their own mind, their own crap in there that allows them to Connect. choose to become inspired or not to become inspired. You see the difference? Yeah. Was it me? No, it wasn't me. It was them. This is something we need to work more on. I cannot inspire anybody. But they inspire themselves. But sadly, this is not where the society is going because of society course. is going in the direction where Influencer, they are the one, they are the one kind of like ruling this world right now because even the politician, they are using them to have votes. You know, we see how happened during the election. If you want to have a lot of attention, you have to give them their voice. They're going to be there, talk about you because people follow them in a way where they don't even think is because they have a lot of followers and they can actually have such an impact on people. But you know why they do this? I can give you, I can explain to you from the mind side why yeah. do they do this? So why, why do they do that? They do this because they, they prefer putting their power on somebody else. Because look, if I follow you and you screw up or my life is screwed up, I can blame you. If I'm the owner of my life and I screw up, I confirm my false belief. I confirm, quote unquote, my false belief that I'm a failure. So mm. I rather put the, the power on somebody else saying that you inspired me, that you gave me power, that you blah, blah, blah. So if I screw up, I can say, oh, because of you, I screwed up. It was your fault. It wasn't mine. That's the protective mechanism of the mind. Seriously, we all live in a world with most. Look, I have been doing this work for 13 years. I have worked with people all, all around the world. Seriously, all around the world. And we all have limiting, negative, and false belief that were created during childhood. I'm not good enough. I'm inadequate. There's something wrong with me, whatever. And most people are going to say, oh, I don't have that. Bullshit. They have it in the back of the head. They're not aware of it, but it's there. So if I give you the power, if I feel not good enough and I make a mistake, I confirm that false belief. But if I give you the power and you make a mistake, I can blame you. That's why we live in a world where everybody wants to blame somebody else because of their own problems. Mm. You think it's the reason why people are so judgmental as well? Yes, of course. Same people say like even religious religious people use the same thing as well. They kind of use, they, they hide the, the weakness behind God because they say, look, whatever happened and it doesn't happen that way because God actually, you know, made it happen that way. So they kind of like put it on, on God and instead of exactly. like Blaming embracing God. like, you know, whatever mistake that they done. What do I need to understand or what do I need to learn from this situation that God didn't bring me what I wanted? Or why did this happen in another way that I didn't want it to be? Instead of blaming God, like say, oh, it was God's, you know, it's a mistake. I don't know if the right word, but like God is, you know, mystic. Like mm. you cannot explain. No, that's BS. 
it is pretty straightforward. What did you want? Why didn't you get it? Try to find in here because you're going to find the answer in here. But so that's the inner connection. Let yourself, okay, I don't know if you're a guru or whatever. If you was a guru, right? Uh, with those, those like inspirational people. Um, or no, you're not. People that come to you today because of your experience, everything, they want you to kind of like help them as well. Are you going to include, are you going to ever going to tell them, you know what? You need to believe in God as well, something like that. Do you think it's kind of right to do this kind of thing as well? Or it's not, it's not essential. You should just, something about God, you should just like, because I know in society today, we like, we brush it. We're trying to, to like keep it away as much as we can. Like, you know, people just don't want to add it. So yeah. do you think it's kind of essential? So I to invite like... them. I, I invite them to believe in the universe, to believe in something more. But if they don't want to, that's fine with me. It's their choice. The thing is, if they don't want to believe in that, there's a, re a re um, part of them that is rebelling, right? They might be rebelling to authority. They might be rebelling to punishment because, as, look, what I've seen a lot and I've studied this many times, how we see God is how we saw our dad or mom or dad. Many times, not always, okay? This is a generalization, so not for everybody. But what I've seen a lot is dad represents many times God and mm. uh, mom represents mother nature. So if my mom was strict on me, I see like mother nature is, you know, I don't know, it's raining a lot, you know, there's fires and I see kind of negative from my mother nature. Other people that have problems with dad see God as the authoritarian, see God, see God as the non-loving, as the punisher, as the scary one or whatever. So, and so again, it is a combination of many things, but I've seen some of that going on where people project onto God, universe, whatever, yeah. what their parents created in them. So as you heal your past, as you reprogram your mind, you, some people say they didn't believe in anything, suddenly start believing in something more as they start reprogramming, healing their mind from past experiences that made them think that, you know, the, the, um, pow the, the, the figure power, like dad figure power or God power is a bad thing. You see what I mean? Mm, I agree with you. So what, what is that, the... Something you have learned more about people today, if you can tell me, something like people struggle the most since you start talking to a lot of people around the world. What so, do you think is? I'm not like... good enough. I'm inadequate. There's something wrong with me. <laughs> I'm. I yes. I, those are kind of the typical for everyone. So then it, it transfers into a business that you're trying to start, into a relationship, into getting a better job, into getting a better salary, into whatever an investment or friendships, wherever it translates everything. Your mind believes deep down, I'm not good enough, okay? Because it came up from our childhood, right? Mm. So we go out into the world trying not to confirm those beliefs. So maybe I have an opportunity to invest. I have an opportunity to ask somebody out. I have an opportunity to start my own business. And I self-sabotage because I have that belief that I'm not good enough. Yes. That's crazy. So how, how, how are you going to... It happened to me as well sometime, you know? Like, you want to do something... You you kind of you you picture yourself being successful. You want to achieve something, but something behind your head it's telling you that like you're not good enough. And sometimes the end is never good. But how would you fight against it? So I love look. It's not about fighting. Okay, not fighting, it's but not how a you war. Gonna... I know, yeah. I know, I know. I know that you don't mean that because we talk yeah. everything. But this is what most people teach. You have been programmed to think that you got to fight that. Yeah. It's not about fighting. Edgar Tolt, Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, all of those talk about kind of destroying 
kicking away those fighting those thoughts mm. no this is not about fighting because again look at this when i was a kid my dad hit me right mm. several times so in my mind i created the belief that i'm not good enough so should i fight with that memory that i was hit by my dad look at look at look how amazing this is look my dad hit me so i didn't feel good enough now i as an adult want to fight the part of me that doesn't feel good enough i'm doing exactly what my dad did to me and now i'm doing mm. mentally emotionally yeah but i'm doing the same thing that my dad did to me so do you think that that's going to change something seriously if i'm doing the exact same thing now beating myself up mentally or emotionally not to feel how i feel do you think that that's going to bring change if i fight myself no no it won't so what so should i what what is amazing about the mind progress is that the mind doesn't understand between what's real and what's imagination so mm. what you can do is close your eyes and i've done it many times i start feeling okay why do i feel not good enough imagine right now you're saying this i don't feel good enough why don't i feel good enough because i think i'm going to fail with this business whatever with this mm. idea okay what happens if i fail you know i'm going to feel like a failure okay where did i learn that as a little kid where i was exposed to that or reinforce mm. that whatever so maybe go back to school and the mind as you open up and you're in a learning mode congress i i guarantee if you're in a learning mode jesus buddha whoever your higher self is going to help you bring that memory to the surface so i have gone back to a memory where my dad was hitting me mm. so i imagine myself as the adult look at this congress i i imagine myself as the adult walking into that scene and stopping my dad he was hitting little tommy and i stopped him and said hey what are you doing oh don't hit tommy again that's wrong what you're doing is wrong so in my mind as i don't distinguish between imagination or truth my mind starts accepting that somebody stood up for me as a little boy so suddenly i i am as an adult stopping my dad from hitting tommy little tommy again so now i'm going to turn around and talk to little tommy hey buddy what's going on I feel like crap. Why do you feel like crap? Because my dad hit me. What do you feel? I feel scared. I feel, you know, sad. I feel, you know, fear. Okay. Thank you for sharing all that. How did it make you feel about yourself? It made me feel that I'm not good enough. Look at this. Mm. Exactly this process. I didn't feel good enough. Oh, I felt, you know, not adequate for my dad. Okay, I understand that. Do you know why your dad really hit you? There's a part of you that got stuck in time. Your consciousness through yeah. trauma got stuck in time so that part of you doesn't understand why your dad hit you so what yeah. i did is as the adult i fed that consciousness with the truth you know why your dad hit you because his dad beat the crap out of him so he doesn't know how to handle things without hitting because that's what they did to him it's not that you're not good enough it's not that you're not lovable he doesn't know how to show you love he doesn't know how to treat you correctly or how to handle you when you're not doing what he expects that's on him it has nothing to do with you what do you think yes fongrise would I, if you go back to a memory of yours and somebody explained to little fongrise why you went through what you went and mm -hmm. didn't let that little kid make up in his mind the false belief that he made up because nobody taught it, told him how to handle what he went through you see what i mean yeah your entire life would be different if you had somebody supporting you loving you protecting you taking care of you 24/7 along your timeline your life today would be totally different well the mind has no time so you can go back to your past memories 
and make slight, slight adjustments. I have helped women and men that were abused, sexually mm. abused, and we went in there and we rescued that little girl, little boy, and we stopped. It had happened, don't get me wrong, we don't deny it. This is important, we're not denying it, but we're rescuing that little kid from that situation. We see what I mean? So for yeah. the mind it happened, but somebody came in and stopped it from happening and stopped it from happening again. So we're doing slight changes that the mind accepts because of the way it's done. And now the mind starts feeling calmer, like, whoa, my dad hit me not because of me, because of him. I'm not a bad boy. You see what I mean? And study you start. But what about if you are a bad boy? There's no way you're a bad boy. Whatever you did as a little kid, you did it because you didn't know better and you didn't have good guidance. There are no bad boys in that sense. Yeah. You see what I mean? Drugs. Sexually abuse somebody as a little... I have worked with people that have abused others. Mm. There is a guy that I, I'm working with that he abused somebody else because he was looking for love. Seriously. Deep down, he was looking really? for love. He didn't know better. You see what I mean? So mm. was he a bad boy, a bad person? No. His actions, and this is we got to separate, his actions were bad. Don't get me wrong. His actions were bad, but that doesn't make him a bad boy. You see the difference? Yeah. You yeah, I think, I think, with uh, these things. Yeah, I think it's the same when you raise kids as well. Sometimes it's kind of like parent, as parent, you kind of like, it's hard to handle like certain things that actually kids do. And yes. I remember last time, like, um, my son actually, I think he was like, he did something really bad. Like yeah. he, he says some words I never see before. Like I was very upset, like upset, never see me this upset. I was very mad at him. I was about to slap him, like, you know, but I never done it before. And, and I feel bad about it. I know he did wrong, but I think like I went extreme because I was shocked How by the way he was. How were you treated as a little kid? Better? Christ, when you made a mistake as a little kid, how were you treated? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was treating you. Yeah, but my parent was very severe with me as well. That was very like, you know what I mean? You see? So yeah, I think that's, that was nearly, the only way. You were nearly repeating the same thing that your parents did to you. You see how the patterns repeat? Yeah, yeah, I see that. But the good thing about it is because, you know, since I started doing the podcast, I talked to people like yourself, it, it kind of helped because... We're not really like, you know, teaching me something. We're just having a conversation and I'm actually learning because of whatever experience that you have. I think that's the the beautiful part of it. And that's what, that's what I've noticed as well. I have a lot of conversation with a lot of people and it is like every time something like that happens, it always reflects back to everything I'm learning. And the question is, can you actually repair this kind of thing with your child? Yes, of course. When something like that happens. For me, I feel like... Explain to your kid, hey, you know what? I sometimes do it. Sometimes I'm not perfect. I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. I'm going to point out, I don't care. If people think like, oh, he should have his, his life figured out and he should be perfect. Bullshit. I'm a human being with my own resolve issues too. I'm developing my spiritual part. I'm manifesting more of my spiritual part. But that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I still sometimes scream at my kids. And you know what I do? One Christ, I go and tell them, hey, buddy, you know what? It was wrong that I scream at you. It was wrong that you hit your, your brother. I don't know. It was wrong that you broke this. But what I did was also wrong. I shouldn't have screamed at you. I should have asked you what was going on. Why did you do this? You know, have a conversation. It's not okay for me to scream at you. I love you no matter what, but I made a mistake about screaming at you. You don't deserve to be treated like that. I would have loved my parents tell me, you're, I'm sorry for yeah. what I did to you. I, I think, I I think never when you got it. I think when you do that, 
you kind of like the trauma is not going to stay there to the kid. Because not gonna, so much, exactly. It could go away still, or it could yeah. say a little bit. I don't know. That's yeah, not maybe it's not going to, but at least it's going to build like something where you can actually have a conversation, you know, like that's the thing. Exactly. Because the exactly. thing is, same people say with the kids, same people say, oh, you know what? You shouldn't hit your kids or whatever. But some people, they don't hit the kids, but they don't talk to the kids as well. Exactly. So exactly. for me, Ibob doesn't make any sense. Because if your Ignoring kid is being disrespectful, kid. going crazy, the only thing you're going to do, just going to watch them and then don't do anything because you shouldn't do anything. I see parents crying because the kids are just being crazy. They don't know how to react to that. Right? Mm -hmm. So but coming back to... acting crazy, there's a reason behind that. Mm. There's a reason why the kid is acting like that. So you got to explore and find out why the kid is acting like that. Maybe they're looking for love. They're looking for attention and they're not getting it. Mm. That's the thing. I yeah. think a lot of people, as you say, we have to like go back to ourselves. We, I mean, we, we have to go back to trying to find who we are, you know, like as a person. I think it's the same thing that we have to tell to the kids as well. I think that's the reason why we have a problem with those gurus. So there's anything else we, you feel like we haven't really like, because I wanted to talk about everything, something like you feel like we haven't touched and you want to like people to know all those people that follow those gurus, because I know a lot of people that follow those gurus and people okay. can, who cannot live without them. They have, they feel like everything I have to do in life, you have to tell me how to live my life. You know, you have to give me like, the, it's like a Bible, like a step of my life and everything. So, and same people are in depression as well. Cause I see a lot of people, you know, we, we live in a time where everybody talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. And one question, just what do you think about the way we deal with mental health today? Because I believe we are creating like a society full of people instead of acknowledging the issue and then trying to like help themselves or heal. What we're trying to do, we're trying to identify ourselves as being mentally weak and we just embrace it. And we're trying to, to make people feel bad for us. And that's why we kind of like, we feed our, I don't know if it's, a, it's not the ego, but we feed our, our, our struggle. Still ego. Yeah, it's still the ego, still but the it's, ego. it's a weird it's still... way of doing that. Yeah. People do that because people want you to feel sorry for them. So what do you think about the whole mental health, because uh, it's, it's trading right now? What do you so think I about feel the it's not addressed right? correctly. It's yeah. not addressed correctly. We see more and more and more and more because it's not being addressed correctly. The problem is again, a lot of people are not really understanding where emotions are coming. So we to wrap this up, it's like, if you have a habit, you get depressed, you get anxiety, whatever it is, overwhelm, mm. um, whatever. You can name many more things, right? But if that's a habit, a, a behavior. A behavior comes from a emotion. An emotion comes from a belief. So you need to question your beliefs. A lot of people right now, we're in an era now that everybody's now talking about emotions, show your emotions, understand your emotions, blah, 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 whatever. But they don't really understand the belief that is behind the emotion. If I really treat the belief behind the emotion, the belief, the false beliefs turns into truth. The truth is going to trigger a positive emotion. A positive emotion is going to create a positive habit. So we mm. need to start using the emotions as a GPS to identify the false beliefs that are holding us back. So mental health, I believe that is still missing the last part. We're working on emotions, but we're lacking the finding the problem. And I say this, it's like pumping energy into a broken tire. You might go a couple of more miles, kilometers with the, with the tire, but it's going to deflate again. So we mm. need to patch it up. Find where it's losing air. Why are you angry? Where is that anger coming from? I'm not blaming somebody else. Oh, Tommy said something that bothered me, so I'm angry at him. Mm. No. What is it challenging in your belief system 
that is bothering you what Tommy said. Instead of blaming Tommy, see what's in your belief system that you need to change. That's what's triggering the anger, not Tommy. Your belief system is creating the anger. So find the belief, work on the belief, reprogram, change the emotion, change the habit. That's how I've been working for the last 13 years. And I've seen amazing changes in me and the people that I work with. Yeah, I think, I think, one, I think one of the hardest, one of the most challenging things as a person, adult or kids or anybody as a human being is like, is changing your belief is very, is very challenging as is, is easy to believe in something else, in somebody else. It's easy to believe in God, easy to believe, like to put something in anybody else. But like when you change your belief, when you come to yourself and what you stand for, I don't know if self-confidence is going to come to that. Self-confidence, there's a lot of ego as well that come with it as well. But like, it's very hard to, to do that. But because from of, the soul, you're going to start tapping more into your self-confidence coming from yeah. your true self. Yeah, I think if you start, yeah, that's you're right. If you start from your soul, that's when it's actually gonna go down, and then you know it's gonna carry on with yourself and who you are. Thanks. As I always say to people, like we have the same way we actually feed ourselves with food, we actually need to feed like our our soul as well. Otherwise, you're gonna have imbalance. I see a lot of people saying, like, you know, what? I'm empty. I feel, I just feel different, you know. But they have a lot of money, they have everything, but they still, you know, feel empty. And Thank is you. anything that you are working on right now, something like people want need to know so they can actually get in touch with you? Because, you know, whatever you're saying today is very, very interesting. I'm sure like they're going to have some people that are going to be interested. So what is the best? Thank you. What, what are you so working on? So if they want, they anything? can just put the mind engineer on the internet, the mm. mind engineer, Tommy Walker, the mind engineer, and they can find me. I'm on social media in very several platforms. They can follow me. Mostly I'm on Facebook. I have a, like a small YouTube channel, small Instagram following and mm. building those things slowly. I, yeah. But mostly they can look up there on Facebook, the Mind Engineer. I'm the only one there for now, at least Tommy Walker, the Mind Engineer. And they can just reach out and they're going to find a lot of content that I put out there for free. I have a book. I have some courses. I have several things that I'm uh, you know, offering. So if somebody wants to reach out. That's the way the mind engineer Tommy Walker. They're gonna find me. And Tony, I just Tommy, I want I just want to say it was very, very good to to have you today. I, I think uh, I, I would like to have another conversation with you as well. We're trying to find like a, a good topic. And yeah, it was really good. I'm sure like people really gonna enjoy the conversation that we have today. So what people need to learn is about all these guru. It's not about if you want to heal yourself, you want to become a, a good person, successful as well. You don't have to focus just on your personal ego or trying to be inspired by other people you have to find yourself and you have to find your purpose and that way you know you're gonna be happy i think that's what we can actually learn from today's conversation as well same for the way we treat each other we treat our kids as well so thank you again for having Thanks. you today tony thank you very much it was great thank you